welcome to the Ghosties Podcast. I'm Christina, a psychic medium. And I'm Missy, a medium-ish. We are besties who look for ghosties. Join us as we talk all things paranormal, go on the occasional investigation, and receive messages from spirit and our spirit guides along the way. This is Ghosties. A <laughs> name that pops up? Yeah. <laughs> Why? It has never asked me for a name before, and it asked me to type my name in, and I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> so I literally put WTF is this crap. <laughs> I saw it, but I hadn't read all of it. <laughs> yeah, that's the first time ever it's asked me to type my name in to join the podcast. That's crazy. I'm sorry that I've become irrelevant. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Welcome. <laughs> April Fool's Day, so maybe I'm being fooled. Oh my gosh. I know. Seriously. After the day you had. Listen. I, April Fool's, I don't even like playing jokes on people in general, so when it backfires on you, I'm not amused. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, fair earlier. Yeah, well, see, Erica... She brought in like boxes of donuts, but had oranges in them. And the kids thought that was funny. I mean, they got donuts out of it in the end, but they thought that was funny. So then just to catch everyone up, um, there's a prank and I'm not going to give it all away because I don't want to like spoil it for someone that may or may not hear this one day. I don't know, but the whole third grade level does it. Um, And it involves going outside and like doing some things. And I'm just not even going to, say all of what it is because I don't want to give it away but when my students found out that it was a joke they were angry (laughs) (laughs) kicking trees there were tears somebody cried under their desk um someone told me repeatedly outside that he hated me and then when we got inside he wrote it on a piece of paper folded he wrote I hate you on a piece of paper folded it up Walked around the classroom, threw it at me, and walked away. Yeah. Like, it's, like, not fun. I was so mad at the moment. <laughs> now that I think about it, like, he wrote, I hate you on a piece of paper and, like, folded it up and threw it at me. <laughs> I was weak. <laughs> like, that is going to be my new thing. I'm just going to write, I hate you on a piece of paper and throw it at somebody when they make me mad. That is the new clapback. <laughs> you really pushed him to his threshold of coping. <laughs> I did, apparently. I took him to the office. I told them, and there were three ladies that work in the office. I said, um, I'm not sure which one of y'all wants him, but he cannot be in my classroom. I literally wrote, I hate you on a piece of paper and threw it at me. <laughs> Goodness. Yeah. I mean, there were tears. People's feelings were so hurt because they thought they were going to get a prize at the end of it for this thing. It was just, I mean, it was all fun and games. And so I texted the rest of the third grade team. I was like, did you guys April fools me? Like, was this a prank against me <laughs> to see if I actually do it? Because my kids are really upset. I was like, they're fighting with each other. One's in the office. There's somebody crying under a desk. <laughs> like what's happening? <laughs> When she, t- y'all, when she told me earlier today that there was this whole calamity around the, 
around this prank. <laughs> when you said that he wrote I hate you on that paper and threw it at you. <laughs> it did. Oh. That's all the boy had. That was the, the lowest he felt like he could take. <laughs> the thing is, the thing is, like he had already told me outside multiple times that he hated me. And someone was like, Miss Stuprich, so and so says he hated you. And I was like, okay. He can hate me. I mean, I'm not here to be your best friend anyway, so whatever. It's a joke. Mm -hmm. You know? So then the rest of the day just went down the toilet, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> Forget y'all. <laughs> I said, I'm not doing anything fun for y'all ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a lie, but that's how I felt. I could not. Somebody was crying under their desk. It was Under a desk. That was a whole thing. My new girl, bless her heart, just the real, like, sweet, like, shy, timid one. She was like, I saw her outside wiping her eyes. I was like, oh, my gosh. I've now broken her heart because she thought this thing was going to happen and there's a reward. And Oh, my God. Way to go, me. Way to go. The other classes did not react that way, apparently. I was like, you guys set me up. <laughs> I did. I went into the cafeteria and all the teachers were sitting there. I looked at them. I said, y'all set me up. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh, goodness. So, no thank you. No more April Fools for me. They all tried to get me all day. Miss Miss S, I'm moving. Okay. Miss S, I got in trouble in art for throwing paint on the ceiling. Okay. Oh, my goodness. All day long. Miss Miss S, your shoe's untied. Like, get leave me alone. <laughs> get away from me. I really don't like April Fool's Day. I, I hate it. <laughs> yeah, we were never... It, my grandma Carol passed away on April Fool's Day, so... Oh, really celebrated it <laughs> oh well that's even more tragic mm -hmm. yeah speaking of her i had um like right before uh we started recording kyle and i took the girls on uh a night walk and um i had like set intention earlier today i was like you know it'd be really cool since it's your anniversary of passing to give us a sign of some sort um and since usually mothers around here tend to send me birds I said send me some sort of bird that I've never seen before so when we took the girls out as soon as we were leaving the driveway Missy I'm not kidding you this huge owl flew out Aww. and stopped in the front yard and like perched on the power line Missy I've never seen an owl like in the wild I've seen one in zoos but I've never seen one out and about that's so cool. Very cool. I like that. I like she was like done. She said bet. Yeah, bet. <laughs> bet. I like that. No, I thought it was so cool. Yeah. Well, at least you had a good April Fool's Day. Mm. Yours yeah. was a whole thing. It was a whole you know what? I thought it was gonna be a good day. <sighs> Lord. I just, I need to do some meditating this weekend. I need to talk to my guides and just ask them, is this, I mean, I'm, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, but Lord have mercy. Like some days I'm like, goodness, it's just a whole new breed of kids these days. They're not used to being in schools. You know, they've been at home for several years and they, there are no consequences for like doing their work, not doing their work failing because it doesn't matter they just get pushed on to the next grade it's absolutely insane nobody gets held back in a grade yeah I mean I was talking to my neighbor today she said she has 
passed. She has seen her seniors graduate with a third grade reading level. <gasps> what? I mean, I have people, I have third graders that read on a kindergarten level, you know, like it just, they, they can't do it. And then no matter what, you know, if they don't want to try and they don't want to do it, they're not going to. Yeah. They're just going to get, and, and if they know that no matter what kind of grades they get, they are going to pass, then why are they going to work harder? Yeah. Sorry. I didn't mean to make this big debate about it, but I'm just, it's weighing heavy on me today. So I'm like, you know, that's understandable. You know, like when we were in school, like we were afraid of getting bad grades, right? I mean, I was, I'm sure you were too. Yeah. I mean, I, there was a standard in which we were expected to perform and that included getting good grades. (laughs) I mean, I remember the first time I got a C and it was in like algebra in eighth grade and I cried. Mm-hmm. Like I wasn't going to get punished. My grandparents didn't like beat me or anything, but I was just so upset because I'd never had a C before. They also like really impressed upon us, like at least in our generation, that like if you didn't get good grades, you weren't going to get to go to college and you weren't going to be able to get a good job and you wouldn't be able to support yourself. And like there's this whole like, I don't want to say indoctrination, but at least in our generation, it was like, if you don't go to college, you're not going to make anything of yourself. Right. It was like your, your whole purpose is to go to college. Like that was what it was. You're supposed to get good grades, go to college. And, you know, I don't know. So I I just don't know how, I don't know how colleges handle it these days. Um, I mean, listen, I've seen the post on the discussion boards in my college courses and they, they're not pretty. There's not much like punctuation and capitalization going on in there and a lot of run on sentences. So I don't know how they're getting graded, but Lord have mercy, Lord help those college professors because I I could never. (laughs) Mm. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) I'm done with you. Listen, every time I join, they ask me to type my name in. You know what? I'm somebody. So I typed, this is stupid. Anyways. Y'all, okay. when the when our part one was downloading just a second ago, it said, recording with WTF is this. <laughs> Download. Well. I love it. All right. What are we talking about today? We are talking about Atlantis. Atlantis. So much controversy around this, I have learned. Really? Yeah. Like the debate of if it's real or not. Oh, yeah. What do you believe? I love the like magic and like wonder of like this underground. I mean, it terrifies me. Anything underwater terrifies me. Let me be honest. But the whole like idea that there's this whole like lost like you know these ruins under the water mm-hmm. um, are you gonna talk about giants today or no uh no I wasn't planning on it uh because I found out that apparently giants lived there oh I don't doubt it and also I did not know that giants lived 200 years Oh, wow. Why just, why 200 years? I don't know, because honestly, weren't we taught sometime back in the day that like really tall, like gargantuous people lived like half of the lifespan of a normal person or did I just make that up? No, I heard that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's interesting. I'm going to let you take it away. That's, that's my little two cents I have to add. (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, y'all. So we're talking about the lost city, the lost continent of Atlantis. So what exactly are we talking about when we are referencing Atlantis? So according to Wikipedia, Atlantis is a fictional island mentioned in an allegory on the hubris of nations in Plato's works, Timaeus and Critias, I think it's called. During the early first century, the Hellenistic Jewish philosopher Philo wrote about the destruction of Atlantis in his work on the eternity of the world. He wrote, and the island of Atlantis, which was greater in size than Africa and Asia, in one day and night was overwhelmed beneath the sea in a consequence of an extraordinary earthquake and was inundated and suddenly disappeared, becoming sea, not navigable. Many just believe that Atlantis was a myth or a legend, but I don't believe that. <laughs> right. Um, so I know that, you know, there's a lot of controversy around Sylvia Brown. Um, I personally love her. Um, I think that she had some really on target viewpoints in terms of um, several things. Um, and one of them being Atlantis. Uh, she said, uh, according to her, as well as her spirit guide, Francine, um, she said the continent of Atlantis seems to have first appeared approximately 500,000 years ago, mm -hmm. and it's prime about 12 to 15,000 years ago. She also wrote um, in her book, Secrets and Mysteries of the World, um, she said, while I open it up here. Um, she had documented a couple of different instances where people had photographed and discovered ruins under there. Um, she said, a pyramid explored by Dr. Ray Brown on the floor of the Bahamas in 1970 was discovered. Brown was accompanied by four divers who also found roads, domes, rectangular buildings, unidentified metallic instruments, and a statue holding a mysterious crystal containing miniature pyramids. The device and crystals were taken to Florida for analysis at the university there. What was discovered was that the crystal amplified energy that passed through it. Uh, let's see. Um, but so these things were taken to like, be studied, but scientists doesn't think it existed. Got it. Mm -hmm. Got it. Oh, yeah. As our as our sound is kind of messing up tonight. Got it. <laughs> awesome uh 10-4 over and out <laughs> uh it says the ruins of roads and buildings found off of bimini island in 1960 were photographed and published uh by dr manson valentine similar to underwater ruins uh they were also photographed off the, of uh Quesal in the bahamas they were similar underwater ruins that were found off of morocco as well and photographed 50 to 60 feet underwater. The three separate locations where they found like all these different ruins, basically. Where also that boat went missing with all those people. Anyways. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Oh, oh girl, we'll get there. Yeah. Uh, a huge 11 room pyramid found 10,000 feet underwater in the mid Atlantic ocean uh, with a crystal on top was reported by Tony Bilk. Uh, in 1977, a report of a huge pyramid 
being found off of Quesal in the Bahamas was photographed by Ari Marshall's expedition about 150 feet underwater. It was said that the pyramid was 650 feet high. Mm. Mysteriously, the surrounding water was lit by flowing out of the openings in the pyramid and surrounded by green water, whereas the rest of the water within this depth was solid black. Oh, wow. That is insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, a sunken city about 400 miles off of Portugal was found by the Soviet expedition led by Boris Astero. Uh, with buildings made of extremely strong concrete and plastics, he said, the remains of streets suggests that there was use of monorails for transportation. He also brought up a statue, but it was not elaborated on the details. Oh, wow. Uh, Heinrich Schleiman, the man who found and excavated the famous ruins of Troy, uh, which historians originally thought was only legend, reportedly left a written account of his discovery of a bronze base with a metal unknown to scientists who examined it. So it wasn't anything from this world. Mm-hmm. And the famous Priam treasure inside are hieroglyphs or glyphs uh, in Venetian, stating that it was a gift from the King Kronos of Atlantis. Identical pottery has also been found in Bolivia as well. Okay. <laughs> so I, with that little bit of knowledge, I asked the guys what their opinion was of Atlantis. So they said that Atlantis was absolutely a real place. Um, They said that Atlantis now sits largely uh, off the coast of Bimini on the ocean floor. Mm -hmm. They said that this is why the Bermuda Triangle exists. Because some some of the technology that sunk into the ocean that came from Atlantis has the capability basically of time travel. Uh, They showed me this image of almost like this huge pyramid with a crystal on top of it. But they said that when the pyramid and the continent went down, the crystal was damaged. So it's almost like it's been broken in a couple of different places. And they said that that's why when the ocean currents are just right and the sun is shining just right, uh, apparently it hits this crystal just right. And that crystal causes a refraction of light, which causes some sort of dimension to open up. And they showed me like this um, illustration of almost like these envelopes in time opening up and then shutting immediately. Hmm. So that's why there's all these disappearances in the Bermuda Triangle, because it was really old technology from Atlantis, they said. Uh, They said that in Atlantis, they had the ability to levitate. They had extreme uh, telekinesis abilities, free energy range, they said. Um, They had flying vehicles. Um, They said more like it looked almost like UFO types of vehicles, but they had different shapes. Uh, They said for long-term transportation, uh, for long distances, um, they, they absolutely had the ability of time travel. Uh, But they also showed me that they had the ability to almost open portals and beam themselves into these different areas of the galaxy, um, I guess is the best word. Well, I read that like some sort of. Oh, say that you some sort of like alien life lived there, too. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll get there. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, they said that uh, they had the ability of, um, they said that this free energy came from these particular types of crystals, which were indigenous to this particular stretch of land. Um, they said that these crystals, what they would do was it's almost like they would project energy into them. And these crystals were their energy source. So they showed me like they didn't need light bulbs. They just had crystals and they would light up almost. Um, they said, let's see. Um, I asked them like what types of people exactly were there? Like, were they just a very elevated, you know, human race? And they basically gave me the feeling like the majority of the life that was on Atlantis was not from here. It was from some sort of different uh, planet or dimension. Right. Um, and again, like what Missy said, I think this is why some of the technology was so far advanced because this higher, you know, vibrational race basically brought it there. Um, so I asked them basically like what happened, uh, why Atlantis disappeared and um, they said that a couple of really key things happened that basically uh, led to the destruction of Atlantis. Um, they said that because their technology was so far advanced, they basically became uh, wrapped up in greed um, and their own personal pursuits for power. Um, they showed me that they became really like bloodthirsty over this particular type of free energy that came from crystals so it was almost like they started pillaging these crystals from different uh stretches of areas within atlantis um they also started experimenting with dark matter they were showing me because they were trying to create their own universe uh and they said my guides were like they said this could not be allowed um they said this had the capability of if they didn't do it exactly correctly uh the whole earth would almost like cave in on itself is the, the vision they gave me. And it wouldn't just be the earth. It would have been neighboring galaxies, neighboring planets would have also been affected by that. They said that between that and they also started doing some experimenting with both human and animal DNA. Um, they started splicing those things together. Um, they were showing me like images of, the centaur and the minotaur. Um, they said that this is where many of these legends originated from. Uh, they said that they were developing almost like this breed of half human, half animal with the intention of using them as slaves within the community. Hmm. And they said that all of this combined, like they said that if they had not intervened, eventually mother nature would have course corrected them um, in some way. But they said that at the rate that they were progressing in terms of their experimentation with dark matter, they were absolutely going to destroy like everything. Wow. They said that the on the other side knew that if they didn't intervene, they were going to kill everything and everybody. Um, so they basically showed me like this visual of um, the ley lines of the earth or like this energetic grid within the earth that keeps the earth in this spherical, you know, what is it like shape basically. Right. And they said that within, you know, each piece of landmass and nature lies, you know, these energetic ley lines and grids. And they said that basically the power be on the other side collapsed those ley lines 
underneath Atlantic uh, and almost caused like sinkhole um, to occur. And it just wow. came swallowed um, into the ocean is what they showed me. Oh, wow. That's so scary. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, it was interesting because uh, I got permission from um, a couple of my clients to share um, from this week, but I do sessions where I introduce people to their spirit guides. And I had several people spirit guides step forward this week that said that they were actually, when they met their, their charges, you know, my client in present day, it was when they were leaving Atlantis because they were getting warnings that there was about to be some sort of destruction. Mm. So yeah, it's very interesting. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, then the guys reminded me of uh, that story that Sylvia Brown talked about um, where her friend happened to be scuba diving uh, off the coast of Bimini. Um, she said, uh, and this is also from her book, um, Secrets and Mysteries of the World. She said, um, I had a friend who was a doctor who was terminal uh, dying of stomach cancer. And he just on a whim decided to take a trip to the Bermuda Triangle, uh, specifically around Bimini, um, to see if he could go find uh, anything interesting scuba diving. She said that it seems that he and three other people, one of whom is another friend of mine who was a high position authority within IBM, went to the approximate center of the Bermuda Triangle to go deep sea diving. My doctor friend reported seeing a pyramid with a crystal on top under the water. He said he tried to get closer to it, but he was repelled by what seemed to be an electrical force that went through his entire body. This, I believe, wasn't because of the pyramid or pyramids, because reports indicate that there may have been more than one. The crystals also send out an electromagnetical force. I'm sure that in the next 10 years or so, we'll find the remains of a pyramid with a crystal sphere, as my friend saw, probably near Bimini off the coast of Florida. Divers have found what looks like steps near Bimini, but for some reason, there has been no further investigation. To make a long story short, cancer completely disappeared much to the surprise of his three doctors so yeah so crazy right i know it's nuts i love um, it i know <laughs> so then i also found um this little key part in this is from dolores cannon's book uh the convoluted universe book one um it says so dolores basically for those of you guys don't know um Dolores did regressive hypnosis for folks and she would basically regress them back to the deepest level of trance and get in touch with their subconscious as well as their higher self and very often they would regress them back to past lifetimes mm. regress this particular person um and this particular person is telling them about this odd machinery that they see under the ocean um and it says Dolores said you spoke a while ago about machinery under the ocean that was still functional in, in part. And that was one of the things that caused this because they're talking about specific like window areas or bins in the veil um, within the earth's surface. And her client said that is accurate. Um, you could visualize this almost like a mirror, a once grand mirror now broken. Dolores said, is this mirror a real thing or is this an analogy? And her client says, this is an analogy for the mirror itself is a crystal uh, of nature. Mm. 
said, how did it originally get under the water? And her client said, this was not under the ocean originally. This was from the time of Atlantis. Some of the machinery of that great continent now lies at the bottom of the ocean. It was inundated during the destruction and now rests quite comfortably and securely in the depths. Dolores says, is it in the in a building of any kind? And her client says, it's on a where it had been erected originally, the entire landmass sunk and took with it its entire civilization. Basically, she goes on to say that it's a crystal sitting on top of a pyramid. Um, and with comes the ability of opening these like pockets of time uh, that can send people back into these pockets of time. So then I asked the guys, I was like, so for people that have like gone missing in the Bermuda Triangle, like, what happens to them, you know, based on this technology. And they said that uh, some of these people immediately pass away. They pass through that portal. Right. Usually their, their spirit guides will come and get them and they don't even experience making it to the other side of that. But said that there are a very few uh, individuals um, gone through that portal and actually experienced being in another time and another dimension. And they made me handful of them that are probably still on that different dimension. They didn't pass away. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, so that's, that's my story tonight, y'all. <laughs> There's so much like going behind that. You know what I mean? There's almost, I don't know, so many things to look into and like investigate because, you know, the, it, the locations themselves have been speculated to have moved several times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They were saying at one point it was like near Spain or Morocco or something. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I totally think too, that our government absolutely knows what's down there. For- Seriously. Like if, if the stuff from this random underwater place was like sent for testing like they know oh absolutely that's why there's yeah. nothing investigated further about it it got swallowed up by the government and i mean they may as well have released it when they said the aliens were real i'm just saying <laughs> i mean i think it'll be a slow trickle of information you know yeah you're right mm-hmm. that's, that's our story y'all this was a good one. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. Well, find us on Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, and send us your stories at theghostiespodcast at gmail.com. And that's about it. <laughs> All right. Bye. Okay, bye.